0: Hey, what up, it's one of the kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon, here to say we got a hot new episode with special guest and returning champion Jonathan Shannon to talk about Zoram. That's right, it's another Keita Amemaya film. It's it's a wild one. As always, if you do like this episode, please tell your friends, talk about it online, whatever social media platforms around and going to be killed off in a few years. You, you know how it goes. Like and subscribe. If you're on Spotify, give us a five-star rating if you like it. It really help out a lot. But as always, if you want to have any questions right on air, email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Um, I used to say tweet us at podzuki, but uh, i about to get banned on the platform by probably sending a death threat to Elon Musk. Something fun like that. I'll figure it out. Anyways, enjoy the episode.
1: Until Ghidra, what is Ghidra's? Tend to when he sees her through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fun and print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, good wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rumble how to use a tease emballed, peasy head. Yes, yes, you to the beat. Unless you got five things you need to look up like last time. <laughs> no, I wrote it down this time, okay? Jeez. <laughs> I mean
2: there is stuff I'm gonna need you to look up, cause I didn't look up anything, but I have a lot of assumptions. I mean I got I got a lot of details written down too. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into the podcast.
0: I just um, I want to see how my boys were you know just see my darling. It's our first full episode back together too. So yeah, I mean first one with all of us. Mm.
1: Right. It mm-hmm. has been it has been a hot minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. a few months now.
2: Yeah, things have changed. Faye's going to college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't be there for Shin Common rider or mm. Shin Ava or Shin Shin. Mm. Or Shin Shin Chan. Yeah, I was going to say Shin Shin Grant... Cr- oh,
0: shin sh- Shin Cranchin. Nope. That's hard... Whoa, that's hard to say. Shin Shin Cran Chin. Shin Shin Cranchin. Shin Shin Cran Shin shi-cran-chan. Shin Chan. Shin shi-cran-chan. Shin shi-cran-chan. Shin Cran Chin. No, it's
1: I really hard, hard to say. behind me. <laughs> he said three times. So... <laughs> it's really hard to say. It's Toy
0: Boat. Toy Boat. <laughs> multiple times. Toy
1: Boat. Multiple times usually
3: means more than two. Two is multiple.
0: Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Uh, It turns you into a baby. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy
1: boat. You just start saying toy boat. Yeah, it turns
0: you into a baby um you know let's just get into it welcome to america's favorite baby transformation podcast (laughs) we got our diapies on and they're full um one of your kaiju hollywood bad boys brand Kirkman here to talk about what's full in his diapy i'm
1: another one of your kaiju hollywood bad boys luke evans flip and i'm not gonna do the infantilizing
0: joke (laughs) it's
1: it's, no it's not a joke it's real i turned
2: to a baby (laughs) it's me sailor moon meets rugrats martin Felshman. and everyone give it up for our our wonderful special returning guest and champion the only, one and only, Jonathan Shannon. Go on.
1: I do have to, about, like, like soiling yourself. Like, it'd be she really hard to just, like, do that unless you had a problem that made you do it. Like, I was saying, like, could you just, like, piss yourself? Well, either that or it's, like, a
0: special attack. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why it has to be a fetish. Because otherwise you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, like,
1: if that's, somebody that's... holds a gun to your head, you do it in self-defense, not because you're scared. Yeah. But that is, it's kind of hand-in-hand, hand, like, an octopus inking.
2: That is, that is how you know it's a fetish and not, like, a legitimate medical problem. If someone, yeah. like, says, like, I'm so embarrassed, I pissed myself, I'm so sorry, everyone. And they instead, do that every time. Instead of carrying around a mace, just carry around, like, a little jar
1: of your own pee. <laughs> if somebody tries to mug you, you just toss it in your face. I mean,
0: famously, one of my favorite, uh, you, uh, you know, <laughs> Upright Citizens Brigade sketches from when they had the show in Comedy Central was Poo on a Stick, the ultimate self-defense weapon, which I <laughs> it's think... Had, season one or yeah. I think it's season one. It one, <laughs> literally was, like, it became a huge, like, industry of, like, them just selling it and they weaponized it more and more, but, like... A semi-automatic poo on a stick. <laughs> yeah. But I just like the idea, I mean, yeah, if somebody had poop on a stick, I wouldn't I wouldn't do shit. Yeah. Wouldn't flex with that guy at all.
1: Yeah. I always thought the torture scene from Empire Strikes Back was just, like, a little, like, spike, like, spark come out of it. Instead of that, if some stormtrooper just taking, like, a booger, put it on the end of it, and then the way they, like... <laughs> just have him like dangling
0: over it i thought that would be fun it's no. official the 90s are popular again <laughs> finally you know we got to, we got a new source of industry to just run dry for all the money and nostalgia we can do uh you know actually i'm gonna just tell the truth we're a podcast that talks about monster movies and we we got a we got a banger we're going i feel like we gotta we got to set this up properly we're going back to the well which is a kiata Ami or Amimaya? Amimaya? Yeah, Amimaya maya yeah uh, he's the guy who we've talked about in the past because we've talked about a kader. we have talked about a common writer uh, Z- uh, Zeto, if you will. And now we're talking we're talking fucking Zeram. Zeram. What do you think it's pronounced? Zeram. Zerum? Zerum. It's a name. so yeah.
1: it's not, which not a great title. I mean, I guess it's okay title for the movie, but yeah, Zeram. I, I was looking for this movie. And I was searching on my Roku TV to see if maybe it was streaming somewhere. But because you sent us the archive version, yeah. And I could find Xerum Two is playing on like uh, Don't get next for for episode. <laughs> there's a sequel. <laughs> there's there a sequel. is apparently like, a, yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. There is an OVA an sequel, and there's an anime. Yeah, there's
3: an o- oh. O- o- I didn't know there was an anime.
0: I couldn't find it anywhere. I really wanted to watch that, but it's, since it's, it, it, it's a mid '90s sequel to a movie o- OVA, so I guarantee you, it's horny as hell, dude. Because, Yeah, <laughs> this
1: movie is '91, and yeah. the sequel was like. 94? I think it was as far as... If 97. 94, I think it was. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, I guess it was, like, probably a moderate success in Japan. I, I can't really tell because I wasn't there. So, if you look at Japan <laughs> from 91 to 94, uh, email us at Podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us on podzuki if Twitter's still all around when this episode's on. Probably won't be. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel I feel good going back to this. This is the first movie that's both directed and written by uh, Hiata, um, because if they're not Hakaider, he just directed. He didn't write that one. Mm-hmm. And Hajime Matsumoto, yeah. according to Wikipedia. Okay, that's <laughs> we gotta give credit where credit's due. Once again, <laughs> the, we have the writer's strike for a reason, so um, support, support any union, except, I mean, well, you know, police aren't really union, they're a fraternal order, so mm. they're not really union. It's actually. a very 90s early
1: 2000s type Japanese movie where there's nothing deeper than what you see. It really is just like a monster movie.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, this goes right into the action. Like, there's like tons of murdering, tons of gore, and I was like, "This isn't gonna be insane." And then it's like twenty minutes of two electricians driving around. Yeah, <laughs> it really drops off quickly. They at least give you a little
1: bit to get your to wet your whistle, and it starts the exact same way that Mechanical Violator.
0: Yeah, you know, almost like scene for. Well, here's the difference, and this is what I want to talk about, and why we had to start recording. I feel like Zaram had a slow meat gun. Whenever he shot somebody, it like slow mode, and then their meat flew everywhere. And I just feel like that was like how they kind of got the movie going. <laughs> Like they, it was literally like he would shoot someone, and you'd see like a a fistful of gore like being thrown against the wall. It looks like you could just like literally see like the stage hand off there just throwing mm. it slowly, and then them doing a very cartoony kind of like splatter sound effect.
2: For I the wall. I love the idea of a gun that just fires hands that grabs pieces off of you and then throws it against the wall behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, definitely stand power from JoJo. It, it looks point. straight it's up, made up made
1: like HR. HR. Oh, sorry. oh no, you're fine. That's I. What I'm about to say is stupid. It just, <laughs> makes me think of the, just makes me think of the gun from *Existence* and the one that shoots teeth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, a good that gun. Kind of fucking rules. That's a good movie. <laughs> mm. Should be doing that movie. We should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't hate this movie. This was an okay movie. It's very, but like I said, it is
2: just. Just an action movie. I, I feel like we can talk about this movie really easily because this the story you can break down into like five beats. There's not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a ten
0: minute
1: Patsuki episode. <laughs> Zerum is an alien, a bioweapon, they call it.
2: You're giving the plot away.
1: Yeah, that's why we're at that point, right? Yeah.
2: Zerum actu- actually does translate to hatman man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually, in uh, Indonesia, translates into scat man. <laughs> I <don't put> <laughs> I like that I fucked up how I said it first I was I'm still more. a baby I was, baby anyway. I was thinking like, more somebody who's like, like really into shit <laughs> I mean that that joke had to be made when Scat man Crothers was really popular right I guess so
1: oh, I mean yeah. why do they call it Scat when like Louis Armstrong
0: started doing it mm. Like,
1: oh man, this
2: sounds like shit. Like, oh. <laughs> there you go, scat. He's a scat man.
0: That's, oh, actually,
1: that's
2: exactly what I'm going for. Hatman Hat does give birth to the scat man. You remember that little white thing that was
3: like. It was alive for like 20 seconds and it was doing nothing but crying and vomiting oh, shit. Oh, yeah,
1: the, the jizz monster. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> at first I was like, oh man, he made a person out of jizz. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not that impressive. I guess it sounds <laughs> yeah. like a pretty normal thing. I, I mean, I've done that. <laughs> I liked
1: that bit because there's at least like, like Zaram can create little monsters, but they establish in a bit of dialogue that he needs matter in order to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they had him create the jizz monster because to show that he couldn't make more of the monsters, that he was he didn't have enough jizz to make more of them. Yeah, he's a oh. jizz-fueled
0: monster. Because right? it'd be
1: like in a movie when they do something like, well, that worked last time. Why don't they do that again? They had to show
2: why he wouldn't just that... make more of his little goop monsters. That's that's not how I took it. I, thought it I, I took it as him needing to feed off of his own creations because he didn't like... When the others are summoned, they, like, pop out of the seed. With this one, he, like, crushed it in his hand and made the goo go on the floor. But then he's like, points
1: to try and get it to go, and it's just like,
3: uh... Yeah, pages. yeah. I, I thought he saw
1: human It was like, oh,
0: man,
3: this is worthless. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> kill this killed
0: us. <laughs> and then he stomps on it. He's upset. I mean, I, I feel like... We talked about this on Shin and Rider. I'm gonna bring it up. I like movies that feel like video game tutorials, and this felt like a lot of video game tutorials. <laughs> like, really going over it when they got into like the, the whole explanation. I mean... We'll just, we should jump into the beginning scene. Like we said, we have the Zaram going around killing a bunch of space soldiers, and then it's basically giving an update about how he's wanted, and then uh, we have our two main heroes, which are... Oh, uh, you do
1: know in the first five minutes what the movie's kind of about. There's yeah. this
0: monster, he kills a bunch of
1: people, and then you get the tiny bit of dialogue where these two bounty hunters are going to go and catch him. Yeah. It, it, Irene? It really, Ira. Ira. I, Aria, I Aria. Aria? Yeah. yeah it's like weird like you think it's Aria spelled but not I-R-I-A Aria. there's an extra I in there that you feel like there shouldn't be yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's
2: IR and Microsoft Bob there yeah
0: you and you know, I love Bob I'm gonna say that now he's just like a little floating screen but he's got a lot of personality you know I mean that's one thing I feel like a lot of these action movies have missed out of. having an AI buddy you know not I, not these fucking machine learning guys that we got I,
2: nowadays I, I enjoy him a lot and I, I've I, I don't know if this is like a pre existing trope with kind of art, this type of artificial intelligence, but uh, it made me think a lot about the uh, AI from that episode of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, there's a lot of Cowboy Bebop, I'd
0: say, parallels I'm feeling with yeah. this. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think they. He's in the opening credits,
1: but they only mention him in that one episode, right? The Radical Edward episode? Yeah. Yeah. So. But he's got a scene in the opening credits, mm-hmm. which is why yeah. I remember when I first watched that show, I was like, he's truly going to come up again like he's like I guess I was cowboy
0: bebop all the time which that's the name of their ship so that doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing that I think would always piss me off if you had an anime and there's like a character a villain in the opening credits and then they get to the episode he's killed off that episode I'm like you fucking wasted my time opening sequence (laughs) One Piece is especially guilty of this for a lot of their seasons but um,
2: getting back to this I I do like
1: Brandon thinks One Piece sucks (laughs) no don't say that I love that show (laughs)
2: Uh, I mean, so especially that, how Br- Brandon doesn't read one piece he only watches it stop
3: Oda <laughs> listens to this
0: and he takes so many breaks because he gets sick from listening to this podcast physically where did it drop off episode 7000 mm. damn I'm getting fucking just murdered up here uh, yeah I I feel like they, they get into that like we said it's a very fun opening sequence we get the little detail and then it opens up to the uh, an indiscriminate town in Japan where it's these two Electricians working And then I I wrote this note down I think we have to go Immediately into Moth RuPaul's Drag Race Yes, yes we do
2: Moth RuPaul's
0: Drag Race Because they are wearing, uh, what I want to say is like a, a uniform, because it's not quite a jumpsuit. It's, it's all a jumpsuit. pastels. Yeah, for Takeshi Electronics, and it is it is the best designed work uniform I've ever seen Where I want to own one. Well, is
1: it a private company, but then it seemed like they work for the city also?
0: They were maybe? private, but then they were sold to Nintendo, so they got in public yeah. now. Um I gotta assume they are eventually
3: absorbed by them. You know? oh, okay. And they're, like, driving a Fisher-Price car. They're driving <laughs> a Fisher-Price car. It's so cute.
2: It's such a good aesthetic. I don't know it's who... It's really bad. Ass. I don't know who wants that for electricians, but, like, I guess I do.
0: Yeah. It is, like, a Richard Scary esque vehicle. Like, they're, like, right next to the Apple with the worm in as they're driving to work. Um... It's, uh Yeah, the uniforms are just amazing, especially the little symbol of, like, the electric line on the back of it. Oh, it's so good. That's just, I was distracted the whole time, like, I want that. Like, I, I'm gonna go check eBay
3: after this it to looks, see.
2: It looks like a future sports uniform.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, definitely it'd be some type of death ball. Yes. Yeah. And this isn't relevant to the story, but the dude's friend comes in, it's introducing him with a newspaper in his mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he, has, he, has, he has like, a dog to him or something. I or assume he, he was a he dog that transformed into a Dude <laughs> drinking a
1: a beer and then yeah he comes up they drive beside him he like gets him on the back of the head with a newspaper and then they talk for a second I'm gonna guess that's probably somebody that involved with in production in the movie mm. because otherwise why is that there because it's like he's asking for directions almost mm. but you don't need that saying they can just find the place you can just <laughs> the audience is gonna understand that
2: well he came up um, behind him and smacked him was like hey we need a transition scene for when we park our car so just talk to us for an establishing shot or something yeah exactly yeah
0: yeah, it's fun. You get to meet a few of the people. They just establish everything very fast. There's not even, like, any time wasted. It's like, here's two lines to explain this character and the other character. Our two main guys are Tepe, who's kind of, like, the older uh, of the two, uh, talking about his ex-wife. They have some fun dialogue about, like, you know, always miss my late wife. And there's like, no, she just left you, dude. <laughs> you suck. Oh, yeah, no, this dude fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, well, kind
0: of. He, he sucks, but in a very entertaining movie way, I feel I, like. I at
1: mean, first, I was, like, when he got sucked into the zone. I was like, oh, you're going to have this fucking guy in the mo- the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Then he got trapped in, they called it rubber. Later <laughs> on. Like it was hard rubber that they used to capture the things. And I was like, oh good. He's out of the movie, but he does get some redemption. He's less annoying yeah. throughout the
0: movie. Yeah. There's some, uh, there's some fun scenes with him. I'd say, I mean, the main, the main of the two is Kamiya. And honestly, he probably does more than the other dude. Maybe it's Kamiya. Right down to it. Yeah. No, it's pronounced Kamiya. Um, He's the he's the younger guy. He's definitely kind of like I'd say they have equal. I'd say it's like a it's a double fister. They they kind of share the same.
2: I, I I think they do an equal amount of work. I I think my main reason I'm upset is there's just a distinct lack of gore in this movie after the opening scene.
0: Y- yes, but also we'll get to it. But final monster who just kiss.
2: I, we will we'll get to it when we get to it. I, I have some I have some thoughts.
0: But yeah, I thought it was I thought, okay, first off. Uh, they, they set up and established what's going on, too, is
2: Iria, uh, oh, however it's pronounced. I, we can't leave Moth Paul's Drag Race yet. We okay. have to talk about Iria, Iria's, we have to talk about her outfit. Because yeah. she looks, she, she's dressed like an RPG character from, like, a Squaresoft, <laughs> like, late 90s RPG. It looks so good. Yeah. She looks like the dude from Terranigma. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, she does. It just hit me, yeah.
2: But she does, she does,
0: like, a whole henchin pose and transformation Kamen Rider style to get into the suit. But I love that it's not explained. She just does, like, a pose, and then it's on her magically. Mm-hmm. And she wears those Google Play goggles. Yeah.
3: <laughs> in one scene, and then yeah. they're like, "Like, eh, let's try it without the goggles. Yeah. I, I wrote a joke about, like, I was like, oh, because I guess foam rubber is the strongest thing in the universe, because she's clearly wearing, like, this foam rubber yes. outfit. And then later they establish that, yeah, foam rubber is the strongest thing in the universe. That's yeah. what they encase people. Well, they call it hard rubber, like, at <laughs> in, in the subtitles. Everybody she knows what that's the translation the- of. <laughs>
0: yeah i i do like that concept that space rubber is (laughs) infinitely more hard than any steel we possess on earth Mm -hmm. um yeah there's there's a lot of fun just like meta science going on in this whole movie that i enjoyed i mean they do the whole like we're gonna throw around a word or two like there's a fucking metis canon they never explain what that is but it's strong we know that um i also well this is another thing it's later but i just wanted to know she they eventually get teleported in with her i'm sorry big spoiler um, and they're eventually going through all of her stuff and getting all the weapons parsed out. So that they well, can we have to explain himself. what the zone is. because I want to talk about the space cockroach. <laughs> I mean,
1: they, yeah, we'll talk about that. But okay, they have well, to create, and I think this is something more just like art through adversity. Or just like, okay, well, we can't pay a bunch of extras and shit. So mm-hmm. let's create a pocket dimension. Which, okay, I don't understand how the zone works. So they create a pocket dimension on Earth because Zerum is coming to Earth. Fine. So they can fight without casualties. But, okay, they have to teleport into the pocket dimension. How the fuck do they get Zarum into
0: there? Yeah, they never explain that. He just kind of, like, comes down in a comet, basically. Kinda yeah. Like. yeah. And they have that one scene when they do the actual credits, like, a good ten minutes in the movie, where they show the city that they're driving into, and then they do, like, this cutaway where it's, like, a giant mushroom cloud for no reason, and then it cuts back to the city. I'm like, is that supposed to be like a representation of teleporting there or something? I don't get it. No, I think someone just fucked up the matte painting. Yeah, that could be it too.
3: For a second, I was like, this is an interesting art house film. And I was very quickly <laughs> proven wrong. No, that this spot. is for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it does have
0: a lot of moments. And I think... That are a little mm. more highbrow than it's trying to go for. Even the soundtrack, I feel like this is like this is too artful for this film, <laughs> which I really liked a lot. Mm. The design for Zerum itself, because we are still kind of in a pseudo Mothry Paul's Drag Race, I did really like a lot of having the weird kind of like desperado look of the poncho over its body and the weird hat. And you find out it's like, is its actual body. But there's also like a creepy Japanese, uh, like kind of, uh, what do you call that face exactly? Uh, it's, God, it's like an old theater mask. It's Yeah, an old theater mask, basically. Um, and I, I gotta give them props to that thing. It's really fucking creepy. I
2: it's it's designed top to bottom. I really like, and I really like the slow reveal because first third of the movie, the thing is only in shadows. It's only around like the midpoint where it's fighting a little more in the uh, pocket dimension that you get to see that it is like. I don't know. It looks like the uh, the vigilante from uh, Pizza Tower a little bit. Oh yeah, it does.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's an it's, alien, but it's clearly designed to look like like Japanese like royal guards or whatever, like yeah. that feudal hat and whatnot, which is cool.
3: It's super yeah, it's HR Giger. I love it. It's very, yes. very Giger. Very gigger Very Kind of fun to say. <laughs> very and Giger. Its face,
1: its face, when it takes the mask off, is very Predator, although the mandibles don't open, but... it clearly had. They would to I mean, avoid a lawsuit <laughs> from 21st century Fox. And I think they were obviously shooting this on the cheap so whatever they could do to save money and I think the last version of the monster
0: was probably the most intricate. It was oh, yeah, definitely yeah. the most wet. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is, i's most texting, wet, most hits. I was texting Jonathan about this but I was telling him I was excited to have him on to talk about a very goopy movie. <laughs> There's a lot of goop in this movie. There's a lot of goop. I mean you have the gore at the beginning and then you have all the stuff the monster does is all goop related but one of my favorite like tropes too is after they get, they accidentally get stuck into the zone because, of course, uh, Tepe shows up being a big dumbass and bumps into a button, so, you know, they're well, going to tell now it's the other thing. dude who bumps,
1: bu- bumps into the, why did you say bump? That's such a weird word. Bump. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he bump into it. I guess, I guess he bumped into it. I turned into a baby the <laughs> But, stuff. yeah, the other dude <laughs> was on the transporter pad as that happened. Oh, yeah, it was the older guy. Uh, yeah. Because oh, yeah,
2: they're they're investigating because someone's been stealing electricity. Yeah. Because yes. they've been stealing it to do their bounty hunting.
3: And they're like, those darn movie people. <laughs> and I,
2: I, I, I do like the very, like... I like the hand-wavy world building that they do, where they're like, this world's ranked like a 38. The, the, the local population can't help us at all. No. Or uh, it's... It's got a power level of at least eighty-seven. Bring bring your weapons. Like I can beat eighty-seven. It's like it's at least eighty-seven. Yeah, there's no baseline. There's no yeah. Like yeah, reference exactly. other than that. Just, that's it. It's just it's just jargon, but it's like it's it's identifiable jargon that I do think moves things along quickly. Without <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: they do. They do.
2: High.
1: They do a little work to build the world and a tiny bit of lore. I would have liked more lore behind. Zerum themselves, like what exactly, like they say, like, oh, we well, don't know it's what It's an old biological weapon,
3: too, they say. But yeah, also
1: that it's just. Is just gonna just there to kill just
3: mechanically violate I and know. do they want to bring it back alive i was confused about that too like they have to if it was
2: like the video games i played it's probably a bigger reward if you bring it back <laughs> yeah. alive but... we are already losing 30 percent because they had it in the zone yeah. yeah which i don't know how that works either i guess they had you have to pay to use the zone if you bring it into the auto zone that's
0: 20 percent too <laughs> but you can get into the zone a lot easier there um I, I feel like once again video game mechanics of explaining all of this they get the exposition going, they explain her power suit later on when she just does a hinge and pose and transforms, uh, but the, now we can get to it they get trapped in the world, and the the two kind of bumbling electronic idiots are like okay what's going on, uh, Tepe wanders off and then like runs into Zeram and there's like a good. Few minutes where he's pointing a gun, and I was like, "Oh, I hope that thing doesn't
2: shoot." I'm like, just pull the trigger, dude. Come on. Oh, I thought it was really funny how he yelled out, "Like, don't Shinzo Abe me," yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, I respect him too much." <laughs>
0: um, yeah, the alien... a dark joke. Yeah, <laughs> we've we been getting a lot of. It the... took me a second to oh yeah, the dude who got shot. <laughs> yeah. and the, the, the... I mean, the gun he does have looks like it's made out of a bunch of different pieces put together. It does. In America, we call it "Don't JFK
1: me, bro."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just wish. No, okay, I've been gonna... shot since then. Yeah. Yes. in yes. America.
2: <laughs> Every path I was about to go down was way too dark, so
3: I'm just going to get <laughs>
0: off
2: that real quick. But Well, you know you know what I want to talk about? This part of the movie reminded me. Uh, I I would be surprised if, in some capacity, this movie did not inspire Gantz at least a little bit. That's what I was going to talk about. For sure. sure. Yeah. It makes total sense. I, it, it gave me big big Gantz. You have the zone, yeah, the which creators is
1: of Gantz watching. Like, you know what, this tees more? boob physics yeah
0: (laughs) because you have that for Gantz, which is important you have boob physics but also they have the very similar thing of having like an alternate dimension where people are in but it's part of where they actually are and then you also have the alien factor added too so there's a lot of going on with that at Um, least with Gantz, like it
1: being a pocket dimension is part of the lore whereas this i do think it's just like i want to do this movie but i can't afford to have a city full of people so it's definitely just a cost Cutting
0: measure. I like to imagine they film this sequentially and they film the first scene. And they're like, that's so fucking awesome. I can't wait to film the rest of it. Like, oh, we that... spent all the budget. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's also that one really horrible, like, day for
1: dusk scene, like, right before they get sucked into the zone. Whereas it's just, it's meant to show that it's, like, later in the day that they spent longer doing the job than they thought they were going to because oh, the yeah. one dude mm-hmm. has a date but they just put a big yellow filter mm. on it, and that's like, oh, yeah, the sun's going down. <laughs> yeah, they see how yellow
0: the picture is? And the whole movie, I'm thinking, like, man, Yumi's gonna be pissed. He's late. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, no... No cell phones back then. They well, never really, paid they,
1: there's so much, so little with that. Of, we know so little about our main characters. They give us a little bit, but we know more about the dude that we don't like, rather than the dude who I thought was going to be more of a main character, the younger same, dude. Same,
2: same here. They give us so many little things that they do pay off, but yeah. like they're all, they're all tiny things. And he's
1: got that uh, pocket watch that has the picture in it, but you never really see the picture. I thought that was going to somehow end up being important, and that they, it has a payoff at the end of the movie, but yeah. not what I, in the way I expected it to
2: do. No, it's not satisfying at all. It's just like,
3: hey, look, we accounted for it. It's there.
1: Oh, I that was actually kind of made me like the dude that I didn't like quite as much, which I should actually look at what their names are, I know.
3: <laughs> it established one of them was good at shooting, and then he never shot again. No, he,
0: <laughs> he did the thing, too, where he like aimed it on his
1: arm
3: and he was real cool with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the whole storyline and how they developed the characters feels like a combination of like a Sega Saturn FMV video game mixed with like an RPG from the 90s where it's like the main character literally is like an RPG main character like we know shit about him and he moves around a lot (laughs) it is
1: almost like you have almost have uh, Kamiya and Tepe in there so that's like the audience character like that's the character they have in there so that uh, the main character can explain yeah all the techno stuff, yeah. so they're not just saying it for no fucking reason. And I, I don't want to give it up, Say it after saying, like, now, as you
0: already know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't want to give away my entire feelings for the movie until we get the reviews here, but, I mean, it, it, it would have improved it so much if it would have been a few more people that were teleported in, because... There should have been at least a little bit of body count, you know? I mean, I feel like there should have been, like, some dumb...
1: More gore. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Some bumbling idiot friend that gets teleported there, and he's, like, sees him. is like, I could wrestle him, you know?
2: It's <laughs> just something like that. Even, even even I think more body horror would have been more interesting. Like, what what I honestly thought was going to happen, uh, because fucking Scatman bit what's-his-face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was somehow going to, like emulate his his former wife and like i don't know do something to gross him out or fuck him up or something yeah or he'd like mutate like zombie wise it was yeah. yeah the more as you as uh
1: zayman yeah everybody loves zayman <laughs> <like Zamen. laughs> zaram as yeah. it becomes like it looks almost humanoid at first and i guess it's still bipedal mm-hmm. throughout most of it but as it becomes more and more obviously alien i like that a lot yeah that I was
0: know. This is a, I mean, it's so many video game references. This whole movie felt like Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, where it's just like you have this big, burly monster dude that's just slowly following them, and it's like a cutscene each time of, oh no, he's busted through the wall, we gotta get out of here. Um, and it's once again, I really wish they had more actors to get kind of killed
3: off because then it adds stakes, but it's each time it's like, we just gotta run fast, I guess. Yeah. Also, I love that it's it's an intergalactic bounty hunter mm-hmm. and two electricians and 90 percent of the movie is the two electricians fighting the monster and the intergalactic bounty hunter doing electrical work yeah it's a real
0: role reversal in the way you never expected <laughs> oh man it's just like oh that's a really good point it's so stupid and I thought they would at least, like, home alone it halfway through the movie. Like, okay, well, we don't have a lot of weapons, and we have to kill time until she came back here. But no, it's really just them running away a lot. <laughs>
2: this, this movie really is just about the importance of going to a trade school. Yeah, it really is.
0: <laughs> they should have, like, Iria say, like, oh, I wasted so much money on intergalactic
2: school. I should have <laughs> fucking
0: just gotten a trade school.
2: I mean, they didn't go into why exactly, but apparently her and her AI are, like, in debt
0: yeah
1: yeah and that, that's just i think that's just thanks a, a, joe a, that's just Brain a big space trope again. <laughs> yeah a big trope in japanese stuff where, like there are tons of rpgs and stuff where like oh your family has this debt and you have to pay it off and like yeah that's just a trope in things because it's very much someone just wanted to make a movie based on the stuff they'd watched
0: before that oh, they enjoyed i mean once again it's a kyata anime film and i i He's. I mean, I'm gonna plug him at the end, but he's like just an artist that likes to draw crazy goopy monsters. So I, it's this is a movie that is definitely coming from the heart, but it's a very simple heart. So, which is a it's a beautiful thing in its own way. And yeah,
1: they've got more of a budget, like the Cayman Rider movie that we watched of theirs. There were a lot. I think we talked about. How wet those
0: monsters were! Oh, they're and so fucking. No he got a budget with that. and He's like, I can probably wet them up more. <laughs> yes. And I, actually, that does show because once again, there's like more people who kind of get killed off or have to deal with the monsters in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I mean, it's gonna happen. We have to like watch Common Writer J because it's the second Common Writer movie he did from the '90s. And I, I guarantee those monsters are going to be fucking moist.
2: I'm here. I'm here for a fucking damn creature. Yeah. Moist monster's oh, are badass. I'm looking at the
1: picture of the director. He dresses like Boris from Rocky and Bowling Club. Oh, yeah. He rules. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, if I have my phone, I should Boy, look at the... If you're listening to this,
0: look at the picture of uh, Keita and Mamiya. He's he's a legit cool dude. Wikipedia. You can follow him on Instagram and he literally posts an ink drawing he does every day on Instagram. I'm like, it's pretty oh, good. That's it's actually really cool. Yeah, he seems like a really cool I I know that he loves video games and he's an old dude and there's something I love about it, a really old dude loving video games too. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Cool dude. And this also, is his man.
1: second movie. Yeah, his so, first yeah, it's one still was really early on. And... Something,
0: it's something about a space ninja, I think, for the first one. Yeah, Mirai Ninja. Yeah, nice. Which means future ninja, basically, in Japanese. So Mirai right, means future um i'm really smart uh <laughs> and that's because i saw a fucking film once that had the title in it and explained it um, F- full title future ninja colons death joy cloud device
1: side story so we got <laughs> okay, we have to watch that next episode <laughs> it's, <a> fucking, <laughs> it's actually pretty badass name
0: i mean he's on a great track record for us so far i mean we'll wait till reviews but i mean, we're, we're doing a lot of sidebars because like we said at the beginning there's just so much you can go through so quickly but um it is surprising because they, they basically, we'll say this, they survive long enough where uh, uh, Yuria gets um, Zuram trapped in one of the hard rubber things.
3: And of course, you know
0: the movie's not over, but it's like she gets teleported out by accident. The two guys are fucking around and bumbling, so <coughs> one of them accidentally shoots the gun off and triggers oh, I both. like it's
1: the, it's the younger dude who you think is going to be the more competent one mm-hmm. who shoots the device that keeps the hard rubber in stasis. And then it's the other dude who actually lands a shot because yeah because when the younger dude was cornered by Zerum he sends one of his little goblin dudes after mm-hmm. him and then you don't see him again and then he's the one who comes up and fucks it up to where Lady Face
2: yeah, I, yeah. I, I she keep closing the she accidentally she accidentally gets sent yeah. out of it before she can transport either the monster or the electricians. Mm-hmm. And then Goopy Baby Man, like, destroys the device while getting stabbed in the eye by her. And this well, is... back in the real
0: world. This is a common, like, law with these movies, is if you have a monster that has a goopy eyeball, it's gonna get busted up, which I do love. It's like a Zelda. Yeah, it is a Zelda, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that happens, he gets loose, and then it, The thing is, like, I thought there was gonna be more evolution to the plot, or is it gonna go different places when he got loose, but it really was just them playing...
3: Cat and mouse for the whole hour left in the movie. At that point,
0: any kind of plot development is really just
1: to keep the movie going, right? Yeah,
3: the two dudes did have some funny jokes that actually made me laugh. There's yeah. when he shoots, they're like, "Oh, you must learn that in the war." And he's like, "No, what are you talking about? Nineteen ninety war is the '90s. you old yeah. enough to serve in and the war." Also, second
0: joke, I think this is the one you might be thinking of, but this really made me laugh. Is then like the third time they're trying to get away from Ziram, uh, Tepe disappeared, and they or Kamiya disappeared and they thought he might be dead and he shows up in a giant crane he's like I'll save you and it's like this really cool build up and he can't control the crane I was like this was supposed to be cooler <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it was pretty great scene. the other thing that made me laugh super hard is actually the cockroach so there's a slight that's what uh, I want to talk about there's this cockroach S- food this really well, is really here's the thing
0: it is for sure a
3: Chekhov's cockroach <laughs>
1: Which I do love. I definitely thought that, but I thought it was going to end up not being food. It was going to be like a device or something. It was going to like crawl around and up to Zerum's butt or something. <laughs> <laughs> me yells, I don't like cockroaches and women that talk loud. <laughs> That's one
3: of the funniest lines I've
1: ever seen. I <laughs> was traumatized in a very specific way. <laughs> it also looks like maybe it's an unfinished prop because like it's, it's, it's pale white it, it rather looks, than being it brown. Looks,
0: it looks like a gummy
3: bear. Yeah, it looks like a g- giant gummy bear. Yeah.
0: But uh, I do like that they set it up earlier when he's going through her stuff. He, he sees them like, oh, it's probably food. And then it's been like maybe a few hours they're stuck there. And then he's finally like, okay, well, let's just it. So he opens it up and just starts eating it. I'm like, looks kind of good. I yeah. do like that
1: scene when they're in the pocket dimensions, the zones version of the bar that Camille was going to go to. And it's the only time they do this in the movie. They show the real world version of the bar. And the girl he's in love that. with, like is talking to his buddy that he said he'd buy drinks for later because he want. The movie starts with him winning money in a race, yeah, and like like a, like a horse race. We never find out what kind of animal. It, it could is, have been a I'm space horse. horse. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the woman that who's, I guess you assume she's his girlfriend, but no, she's just a hostess at the bar that he goes to, and she says like, "Oh, I don't like him." Yeah, right? and I just thought that was. They, it's
2: clearly just there for the joke.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Like it cuts back to him sneezing. It's like, ah, oh, she must be talking about me. Yeah, because he's like, she loves me. She says something like, she. he thinks that she really cares about him. And then oh, yeah. he goes to her and she's like, I fucking hate that dude. <laughs> I hope he gets. This is so random, but I hope if there's like a space bounty
0: hunter, like he gets killed by it. Like I just. Just a weird pull. They should have really milked that scene, is what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, this is like. It's the second or third chase where they're all running from ZRM. Eventually, uh, Iria gets back into the zone as well. After talking with Bob for a while, there is a lot of fun banter between her and Bob, which I do like. Um, it could have definitely been cut down a little bit. It's it's going to be weird to say this, but I feel like this bickering. is... bickering. There's a lot of bickering. <laughs> there. a lot There's a lot of, a of bickering. bickering. <laughs> I still like it though. But I, feel I don't mind like with bickering. I don't mind that between. Characters. This is an hour and thirty minute movie, and I really honestly think it should be like an hour fifteen. Like yeah, it could, it could definitely it, yes. trip yeah, some it could fat totally be cut. Which I, I actually think once again, it's so weird to say this, but common uh, writer Zoe is, like, actually a perfect example. It's a It was a 50-minute movie we watched, but that thing was, like, fucking wheels to the ground, fun from start to finish. And oh, was yeah. There's, wasted no time. There's
2: there's not a single bit of fat on that beautiful rump roast. Yeah. I just want to take a
0: big old bite <laughs> on that common rider. <laughs> take it home to mom, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. But... No, I'm just fucking around right now. <laughs> 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 uh, I do that a lot, too. Especially when you get, like, a little dead piece of, like, flesh in your mouth or something you kind of bite that off during a meeting you're really bored you guys know what i'm talking about
3: well that's what happened in the film yeah he cut off a piece of that dude's flesh which i actually did like that piece of gore yeah it it was off that dude's arm i mean we finally got something out of it yeah Yeah. pretty much
1: all the special effects money went just to zarum the monster almost all of it and that's not too bad i mean it has like the uh phallic when the tiny face when the tiny oh, face in the did hat did such a out. good job yes. of making it so gross it was so oh, penisy yeah. looking yes yeah. phallic <laughs> is
3: such, it's so good it was penisy it was wet it's everything I love in enemy like bad guy design
2: there are at least three scenes of uh, fucking what's his face just kind of grabbing it and like, thrashing around with it it's like no it's so but, like, good it can't do much other than open its mouth and just kind of wiggle around so just just play yeah. around with it well, no, they, they, they do some good shots of like uh, close ups of like an actual human face surrounded by stuff yeah. And uh,
3: I I always appreciate those. Also, I love how Idia is like fighting it like really intensely, and it's like this really intense fight. And the next time, it's the bumbling electrician's fighting it, and they just back a vehicle into it, and he's like, "I'm trapped." I yeah, can't get well, out. I, I love the just
2: the juxtaposition of how each of these two forces handle fighting this monster. And it's, it's those yeah. Japanese
1: trucks that weigh like like hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I could deal
2: with something ninety nine pounds, but a hundred pounds. It's, it's like depending on who the monster is fighting, different physics are in place. It's either like three stooges or a JRPG. Yeah, I feel like
0: if there's a very specific rule for how physics work with them too. Of like, it also has to be pillar shaped for him to throw it. If not, he doesn't know what to do. I, I do like exactly. there's a
1: scene earlier on, like in the first fight she has with Zerum, where she dodges his gun. She, he shoots at her, and she dodges the bullet. But then he very slowly throws a giant concrete pillar and she takes that right to the chest she can't (laughs) what am I trying to say when like a character like jumps and like tumbles is Mm -hmm. that the word I'm using like tumbling I yeah I think so out of the way like yeah Yeah. strafing
0: (laughs) yeah
1: she she definitely could have jumped out of the way I
2: maybe she just has problems dodging things that are Or like maybe to show that she can, that she has a lot of vitality
1: that she can take a just giant pillar to the chest and still be fine yeah but she, that's like right before she transitions into her power through, I mean right? they
0: also do the whole thing of not explaining is she like human or like some type of humanoid space creature yeah. Um, all we know is that she gives her hair as a reward. That was kind of fun. We'll get there at the end of it.
3: Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Was super weird.
0: <clears throat> I, uh, you know what, we could just speed it up too. Because basically they, they keep going at Zerim. And they do more and more damage to him. But it is, it is once again very much like Resident Evil of a Mr. Nemesis kind of fight thing going on. Mm-hmm. Where the more he gets fucked up, the more he starts changing. Yeah, you get weird. some
1: uh, character development with her. She gets a device into them to the electronic dude to where she can talk to them and like calm down like hey i need you guys to fight back so that you don't die because i guess there are laws against that and i will (laughs) have yeah if if
3: they die they lose their license and they're like that's worse than these innocent people dying a bunch of
2: liberals apparently i i really love the effect of that like space phone being transported into the pocket dimension for them it looked it looked exactly how it should have it looked great yeah
0: and i like that it like teleports right above his hand he just catches like yeah this makes sense yeah that's how you use it um yeah i do like the, the dialogue they get some more weapons she shows up they do a bunch of damage and then he becomes like kind of a weird skeletal alien for a little bit which is really neat uh, well they send the uh Mithis cannon the Metis, yeah Methus cannon they can only get
1: it they don't have enough teleportation credits or whatever <laughs> to get it to where they are so it has to go in the building in the pocket universe where they teleported in from mm-hmm. and that's fine so they go there to get it, but then she's finally able to get back into the po- into the zone, and she has a bazooka with her. Now, I thought that was going to be the meatus cannon when she uses it, because it like goes right through his abdomen, so you think for a second he's dead, but, you know, horror movie logic. Of course, he's not dead, and he comes out just kind of like a school, cool skeleton spider monster. Right. But then they're like, oh, go get the meatus cannon. <laughs> he's like, oh, so that wasn't the cannon, it's just a cannon. But there's a different cannon that doesn't look like a cannon. I, it, it, was could the greatest, tra- it could be yeah. translation stuff too, or like it's what Japanese word yeah. that like well it's just translated it to cannon.
0: That's the greedest cannon. They like, got the meatiest <laughs> It's The <a laughs> canon
1: event, bro. Yeah, there we go. I and gotta
3: see spider. They soon. like they have trouble opening a briefcase, which bothered me. Yeah. But then they, when they open the briefcase, the two electricians have this cannon. That it's to assemble, and they can't. It, they can't assemble this thing that's like clearly put together a very specific way. It, yeah. it,
2: I Listen, I, I think unless you've grown up trying to assemble Power Ranger toys the same way that we have, I don't know if you could assemble something that dynamically shaped. There is, uh, I agree it w- would be
1: hard to put that cannon together if you didn't know what you are doing, but I have a bigger problem, like like you are saying, they had trouble getting the suitcase open, a lot of that horror movie hands or like something that should be the easiest fucking thing ever to do they oh, just yeah. can't do like when he's stuck in the van early, like the, it's very clearly like when he's trying to get his seatbelt off the seatbelt's not stuck he just can't, he just can't yeah, press yeah, the yeah. button he's <laughs> like I just I just don't and then like it's a bit makes a bit more sense when like he can't open the door the door and just crawls out instead like
3: that's mm-hmm. a bit like okay you're terrified like you're not finding the doors so and just jump out one scene bothered me more than anything else in the movie and it's so stupid but there's a scene where they're fighting amongst a bunch of milk cartons oh, the, oh, yeah. yeah, and the, and the sound r- design they added glass sound effects and there's no glass I thought it was
1: supposed to be like beer bottles and stuff that were
3: in there but there was nothing there they were all just empty crates uh-huh. I, 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 I someone just... gave them the wrong Foley design once or something once again I guess Art, my they're... imagination
0: just filled the glass
1: I swear the there was
3: space. no glass I think
0: it is yet again a very small budget and they're like we'll play with the we'll play with the mind's eye we'll make you think it's full." of beer bottles so we had a budget <laughs> I just
2: felt myself
3: getting weirdly pissed about yeah. this
2: one detail I, I love the idea of the, the sound designer going out of their way it's like we're gonna convince these people we had a hundred dollars to spend on glass I wanted them to go like, over the top like when they knock it over they have that like uh, cartoonish cat meow
0: sound effect they're <laughs> <meow>. <laughs> like just go all the way in <laughs>
3: and the Spongebob my life <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> somebody edit that for us one of our 40 fans come on you can do it um I love the my leg bit. So yeah, they once again, getting back to where we were left off on the plot is he eventually gets all the way down to a hat after the cannon goes off. And I love that the hat's still menacing because it's supposed to be like his full body form, but it's like chasing around the two electricians. And it's like they're kicking it around and just like, okay, just fucking kill the hat. It flips over and then this is where I think the movie won me back over. It makes a very goopy gross monster. It is like part fetus, part centipede, part Come.
1: Well, I'm wondering if it's based on some, like, Japanese monster, because it looks a lot like how they designed Jenova from Final Fantasy VII, like the Genova, when you fight Jenova, it's yeah. kind of like that, where it's like a tree, but, like, goop and
2: sinew and shit. Yeah. And, and, a, and boob. a boob. Yeah, one yeah. boob. Square Square owes this guy so much fucking money after everything they stole from Kamen <laughs> <Combrider laughs> And Capcom, too, I feel like. Well, that's why I think in the original I was
1: saying, like, oh, I wonder if Final Fantasy got the inspiration for that, but I was like, well, maybe it's more basic than that. Maybe it's a Japanese monster because they have mm. so many demons over in Japan. They love demons. So many different types of ghosts and demons. Yokai. <laughs> demon. They have an
3: umbrella demon. One of my yeah. favorite yokai. A, <laughs> a
1: lot of yeah. public restroom demons. Like, I think they <laughs> yeah, have multiple It's a good fear. That's like a more realistic <laughs>
0: fear than <laughs> most of our dumb shit. Sasquatch, feet. who cares? You're very exposed <laughs> when you're when yeah. you're going. And they, like, a lot of them like, suck your anus out until you die. That's, that's
2: a terrible way to go. It is. That's a final destination way to die. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love eating ass. Okay, we did it. Um, for being a
1: kid, watching that episode of Dateline where they talked about like people getting their gut sucked out their asshole by hot tub vents, and I was irrationally afraid of that for a long time. Yeah, you and Chuck Palahniuk.
0: So uh. I read that same short story. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Oh man, yeah. I mean, my brain holding that so well. I don't even care about that writer that much, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So. We, uh, I feel like we can just get to the end of the film, basically, is that they have the goop monster fight, and they're waiting for Iria to get back from the pocket dimension still, and, you know, it's this whole... It just keeps
1: going wrong. It keeps yeah. to where
0: it's, like, almost kind
1: of frustrating, like, I get it, you're building the tension, you still got, still got ten minutes left, but... Yeah.
0: Kamiya does a classic Home Alone prank of getting electrocuted to make the circuit go through while they're waiting for it to
2: come Yeah,
1: how through. that doesn't kill him, where he, like, he basically like completes
0: the circuit himself. Yeah.
1: And it, it, his, his
2: skull keeps flashing. He's, like, he's a... been training as an electrician for this for years. If he didn't have the training, he, it would have killed him.
3: Yeah, so he flashes his skull. How many times does that shit break?
2: Yeah. I think it breaks three times. It breaks. It it breaks a grand total of three times, with one of them being right before it's supposed to be fixed for the final (laughs) thing. So, because it looks like Arya, it it looks like she's about to fall into the cool world dimension because of the effect they use in order to make the room around her disappear. I never
0: want to go there because if you have sex with a tune, they die. (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> have to say that every time Cool was I love
3: Ralph and Cool World's such a sad story. <laughs> Anyways, um, I love the way that looked, by the way. I actually really liked the way that looked with the, the floor I disappearing. I problem
1: with that, but yeah, it was kind of just, okay,
2: get it, I get it, you don't have
1: to keep doing
2: it.
3: Yeah,
1: It's,
2: it's not that I didn't like the way that it looked. It's that I, I didn't like that it took four minutes to get away yes. from there, where slowly they just have her crouching into a smaller part of the frame, And they're just further taking more and more away. And it's like, you were supposed to be dead like five minutes ago. What is happening? Yeah.
0: Compressed time. And I thought she was going to have like an ultimate like weapon to take it out or some type of laser. And it's just like a bunch of shots and finally it's done. Oh, okay. This is
2: actually where the movie did like bring me all the way back. It is like 20 cuts between her looking cold as shit. And just shooting this motherfucker. She yeah. shoots
1: it so many times where it's almost like it's shot like a comedy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like... it's like a revolver, but it has like 30 bullets. <laughs> so she just fucking oh shoots God. it over and over again. And slowly, there's like there's like
1: several seconds between each shot. And it, and... it
0: almost feels like that scene from Dark Place where it's all of them just shooting it over and over again, and then eventually somebody brings a flamethrower out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish they would have done that. Um, yeah, the, the movie should have more flamethrowers. But uh, this is like the finally, they, they've killed it. I love the movie and so wacky of like it is once again feels like a video game of she like we're saying earlier, like, she cuts her hair off and then Bob's like oh this is a, a tradition for her people I guess or aliens but she, I uh, don't know yeah the the
1: subtitles say they're like oh she's trying to say thank you. Yeah. And like, I, mean, I think
0: she's just weird.
2: If, yeah. al- if an alien person does it, you just take it. Don't be rude. Oh, yeah. I'm sure in the back of his head he was like, well, I guess I'll jerk off to this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If I have to. <laughs> it's better than an apple. And then, and then Bob <laughs>
2: takes a
0: picture of them.
3: Yeah, they say and, fuzzy pickles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but my favorite thing, that's the end of the
1: movie. Yeah, that's well, how it ends, yes. It's I so thought the picture weird. was going to be like a Men in Black thing where yeah. he was going to erase their memory, their yeah, and their memories. And, and then and we were going to see them gonna... go off
2: to do their day.
0: Or... Yeah. Oh shit, like, man! The this I movie, have... the Men in Black, takes a lot from this movie too, man. It does. A lot of people owe money to Ziram. Like what? Name one thing. Michael Jackson. I feel like like her display of different weapons she had. I feel like, and the fact that also, like, I mean, an done... armory. They didn't re- Men in Black didn't really start that. Neither did it. I'm yeah. just, I'm just busting your balls. <coughs> Fine, I <thank> you it. Jeez.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, they they just end it with the the photograph ending, and it it really does feel like the ending of a video game, specifically like some Sega Saturn game everyone forgot about. After you like get the S rank ending, it's just yeah. that <laughs> you are win. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, you are win. Um, yeah, it was kind of it, we went quicker for this one, but I feel like there's not there's not a lot of meat to it. But also at the same time, I don't think it's a bad thing. I said it earlier, and I think we'll just get into the review section right away. It's not a bad thing, but I feel like it, it, it should have been cut down even more, even though it's just an hour and a half. Like I was saying, that said, it I did enjoy it overall. The special effects were really fun. I Main characters were fine. Like they were they were they were just bearably serviceable to the film for what we needed. Not bad, not great, but like <laughs> I could have done a little bit more with it. But I feel like the practical effects and all the space mumbo jumbo and some of the choreography was pretty fun. So I'd say just because of how gory and goopy and cummy that last monster was, I was gonna give it a three out of five, but I'm gonna bump it up to a four out of five space comes.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a fine movie, like a lot of the things we watch. I don't think I would have watched it of my own volition if I didn't have to watch for this, I might have stopped about halfway into it, because at a certain point I was like, okay, I get it, but I appreciate it is clearly very low budget, and somebody, some people who made this movie was like, oh, I like, I like 80s gore anime, so I'm going to make a movie that's kind of <laughs> like that, <laughs> I like Ninja Scrolls, so I want to make a movie. Hell Yeah.
0: And so they did. I wish we got that level of gore and body count of a Ninja Scroll, though.
2: That would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it uh, four out of five. Whatevers. I uh, I think I echo a lot of uh, Luke's sentiments here. I I definitely wouldn't have finished this movie if we were not watching it for Pazuki. The middle just drags too much for me. But I am overall glad that I did finish it. I I thought it was a very interesting watch overall i do just wish there could have been a little bit more gore i wish story beats could have maybe tied together a little bit more they're Mm. they're friends out of survival i feel like there could have been something else to make them like friends in some other way i don't know
1: i do appreciate there wasn't any kind of like what's her name iria didn't like kiss one of them oh i definitely like that i
2: definitely appreciate that there there are some weird comments about like I don't know she's a good woman or something but yeah
1: and she's well she becomes a bit softer which i guess is supposed mm-hmm. to be her character arc through the thing but it, you don't really it's not really earned or doesn't feel rewarding because she's so kind of like doesn't give a shit at the beginning and then she's just gives a shit like halfway in
2: yeah <laughs> I, I i give it a, a 3.5 space comes or whatever's
3: yeah it feels like she doesn't really give a shit even in the meaningful way it feels like it's almost more just because she might lose her license and then she's like oh i guess i do have to care um, she has a
1: couple of lines of dialogue when bob's finally ready to just count
0: cut their losses <laughs> and take off and she's like you're just gonna leave them in there I like that they didn't make Bob like a, like, this is a 98% probability. It's like he just talks like a normal dude the whole film, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Like, literally, he's like one step away from, it. it's like, I got bad vibes about this dude. Let's get out of here.
3: It's, I, I do appreciate that didn't make him, like, hyper-analytical. Or, like, yeah, yeah. from Skyward it's Sword. Sort of generic AI thing. Um, I love it when you started this, <laughs> talking about this you were saying this movie is a mid, and I was like, oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you said mid-90s, but I was like, oh, it's mid. That's yeah. perfect. That's a it, perfect description of this movie. It's yeah. totally mid. It is
0: is completely mid. I still like the director a lot, but I think just because of how much... I love that in Goopy Come Monster. So I was just looking at it going like, oh, gross. I was just like, I'm bumping this up to a 4 out of (laughs) 5. It's an honest 3 out of 5, but come on, those special effects are so fun. I'll give it a
3: 3.5 out of 5. I had fun the whole time. Like, it was dumb, and that's exactly what I expected out of it. I would
1: have liked more of the Harryhausen-esque stop-motion stuff. We only did that that a couple of times, but that's very clear. Like, again, they were shooting it on the cheap, so Mm. it's only when they absolutely needed to have that movement and they couldn't just do it by like okay we've got the model but it's only the top half so mm-hmm. we can't see you can't see the grips moving <laughs> it
3: back and forth it might be like a minute of stop motion and once but, yeah, again total. we
0: we got some of that with common Rider to uh Zoe, where he had a budget and that stop animation was really fun and cool so oh yeah.
1: just especially the way it looked just reminded me of clash of the titans yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> you I know that like
0: clash of the titans those Titans, they'd be clashing yeah. um i yeah. don't remember them so I think, did we all go through the reviews? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, I think us. it's it's ready for a stupid game section then. Quit stupid games. All right. We, we, we okay. officially banished this movie to the mid-zone. That's a new thing <laughs> we we'll do. Which, no, nah, it's a little above it. I'd say it like does that thing where it's like hanging onto the edge and you think it's going to fall and then somebody comes and pulls it out heroically. But it was it was going to fall if you gave it another second or two. Come <laughs> with me if you want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what, that's a good example, because Terminator 2, that's definitely an above-mid movie right there. Um, for Stupid Games section, I had a really fun thing happen when I was looking up this movie. There was a Rotten Tomato score for this one, so I just want to go around the room. And it's just for the audience review, but what do you guys think the audience review in percentages gave it? It goes up to 100%? It goes up to 100%. Uh, 60? 60. 69. I knew what you could do. 80? 80. 80. Yeah, well, I'd say it's between Martin... And it's between Jonathan, but I'd say you're one point off from you being the closest I'm going to give it to Jonathan, which is 75% uh, audience rating. Which oh. seems, I mean, kind of about right, right? 75%? Honestly, seems a little high. I think if yeah. you're reviewing
3: this, you probably like
0: it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like there's some Also, that might be testament here. how like, the pacing and some of the movie's a little bit off, because if you're watching it and you like it, the people are still like, it was pretty good. It wasn't great, you know. It's not like me, like, Shin Kamen Rider, like, I'm gonna bust any second watching this movie. <laughs> like, it was so good. Um, yeah, it's, I, I feel like that's, yeah, maybe it is a little high for it. But I feel like the, the thing I want to do the most, we absolutely need to do, since we're all back together, is we need to do, who the fuck is Ron Canada?
3: Ron
1: Canada, you were the judge in Ted 2. We love you. And we hope our guest will, too.
0: Oh, yes. Because this movie came out in 1991. Ron Canada, famous working actor, all the way back since 1988, over 200 roles. And the fun thing about this is, in 1991, he did not have any credited movie roles. But he did have a bunch of television roles. But only one of them was for 1991, so I'm going to give you three series, and which one of these was he acting on in 1991? Was it Star Trek The Next Generation? Was it A Different World? Or was it The New Lassie? Start off with you, Jonathan, this time. I
3: sincerely hope it's The New Lassie. i right, we're locking you in for The New Lassie. I locking you in for Star Trek. Locking you in for Star Trek.
1: He's definitely been in Star Trek a few times. I'm trying to think if 91 was the Masterpiece Society, because it probably could be. I'm going to go ahead and say Star Trek
0: as well. Guys, Jonathan takes it home. It was the new Lassie. Oh, wow. I, knew that. You? I, I figured you'd probably put that in as a red
1: herring. Yeah. But no, he Super wasn't Star Trek, man. but it was 1982. Oh. That's what I thought. I, so I you was... were really
3: close then. Yeah, I watch the new Lassie now. Yeah. My <laughs> have favorite... an emotional it tie was, to I it.
1: I remember watching the new Land of the Lost more than I remember watching the new Lassie.
0: Which they didn't call it the new Land
1: of the well, Lost. Well, they played the repeats all the time on Nickelodeon when I was a
0: kid, too, for that one. For the new Lassie? No, the new Land of the Lost.
1: I mean, yeah, I... I knew it probably didn't air originally on Nickelodeon, but that's the only place I remember watching it. Yeah. And I also didn't even know until, like, I watched Bubble Boy years later that the Land of the Lost was a Sid and Marty Kroft show from the 70s. God, yeah, I fucking love Bubble Boy.
2: That's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Yeah. with ugly hair yeah that that movie played on Comedy Central like they every day <laughs> I guarantee it right after Clifford was playing too I could see that would be that, was
1: that like a movie that like as a kid you watched a oh, bunch because yeah. I, I could see like you don't you don't find Bubble Boy at, like seven okay here's here's the three movies <laughs> yeah, here's the three
0: movies played Bubble Boy Clifford and then the Dutch <laughs> I, I guarantee that was almost lineup at one point. Isn't it just Dutch? It might just be Dutch with uh, Ed O'Neill, baby. Yeah, Ed O'Neill has that uh, pair of nudie cards, and I remember. Yeah, I remember it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that and him buying the the
1: bag of fireworks. Yeah,
2: it's kind of a fun film. I gotta ask: is is the new Lassie is, like? Is it called the new Lassie? Is it like? Is this like, it's this just is just like the, the new, new Adventures of Lassie? Okay, so it? it's like a new Super Mario Brothers type situation where that name just deteriorates immediately.
0: My favorite thing is it's called The New Lassie, and the, the description is The Further Adventures of the Heroic
3: Collie Dog Lassie.
0: It was just a reboot of the show in the 90s. Oh,
1: okay. I like that
3: the, the image cuts off and it just says, Assie. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 now no, I am no. interested.
0: Was oh, it bringing back Assie McGee? They're bringing back Lassie, and this time he's caked up. <laughs>
1: Larry Murphy.
0: My favorite thing, so I do want to give this shout out to Ron Canada, who is our patron saint. I love looking through his IMDb, because there's so many series that existed that we just have forgotten like there's fucking a series on that was just called Parker Loose Can't Lose in 1990 yeah it's, it really was a like
1: ripoff of uh, Ferris no oh really yeah which I only know because they talked about it in a family guy sketch and like yeah.
0: in 1989 he's on a show called Amen like I mean I just love all these series Out of the Edge TV 101 which is there's so many good ones I just want to go back oh shit I guess I'm saying all these titles because I'm probably going to have them in the tribute in the future episodes <laughs> uh well yeah you know we we love you ron canada one of our 40 listeners i assume at this point i mean the google's got to be
2: pinging them every once in a while with our podzuki oh definitely i god i wonder if there's a podcast that talks about ron canada more than we do
0: i mean with how saturated the market used to be i think maybe four or five years ago possibly but now we're outliving them all baby no one cares anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh did we outlive uh pod canada we might <laughs> okay let me see if that's one now I mean, even if it's not about Rod Canada, I wonder if there was a Pod Canada at some point. This is a new stupid game section I'm going to be doing, where mine just gives me a name and we'll see if it was a podcast at one point. I was trying to think of a
1: joke to involve like a podcast that
0: he could have, maybe like Canadian Bacon, where he just talks about cured meats. Ooh, I'd listen to that. (laughs) That'd be really good. There is not one that brought up the pee in the, uh, a pee in the pod, which I hate that name. Fuck them. Um, yeah, there's you no podcast. i got connected. this great
1: new podcast I've been listening to. It's two comedians you've never heard of who basically just talk about whatever they want. No, the conversation's How really subversive. interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you listen long enough, one of them might talk about a crime they did or a slur. It depends, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've outlived them all. We're I never... have been
1: listening to a lot of threedom though, but that's just because, like, it feels kind of like you have friends
0: over when yeah. <laughs> you listen to it. I mean, my favorite's Doughboys. It feels that way, too, but, like, two friends that are slowly falling out with each other every episode, <laughs> but in a very funny way. Yeah. I've
1: never gotten to the food in any... I've only listened to a few episodes of Doughboys, but I always give up before they get to the actual food, which I know that's, like, five minutes of, like, an
0: hour and a half podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is them just making jokes and bits mm-hmm. until they actually get to the reviewing the, the food. Uh, this is the new section where we talk about other podcasts we like. <laughs> I mean, I finally got into Truanon. That was a great one. Good. I love, I love any podcast about modern-day cults or bad politics or just horrible figures in history. It's just really fun.
3: Behind the Bastards Behind the Bastards is a classic brought yes. up many times on this <laughs>
0: John, are there any podcasts you like?
3: <laughs> I don't listen to, I listen to audiobooks I'm pretty cultured Yeah, okay, I... we need to <laughs> shut it down
2: yeah, I think we ran short so yeah. I'm that's sorry, the excuse Jonathan, I see you have written down here that you really like a little podcast called Podzuki is Oh yes, right?
0: I love Podzuki <laughs> Actually, I'm not a big podcast person. I like to read podcasts that are transcribed to language uh, on book. But the joke <laughs> fell apart really quick. I couldn't finish it. I, I, maybe it's a good thing I don't do stand up anymore.
2: For granted, the joke didn't fall apart. The sentence fell apart.
0: Yeah, I mean, words and me just don't, we don't mix that well. I mean, I think that, that's actually a good example right there. And all the accidental baby talk. <laughs> I mean, that was honest, though. Listen, I gotta get off later, so I'm just juicing myself up right now. Um, man, we should get out of here. We should do our, our good old plugs and recommendations. I feel like I've been kicking it off, so I'm gonna. Who does anyone got a recommendation
2: or a plug straight in their brain right now? No, I got I got a recommendation. I've been listening to uh, uh, Janelle Monae's new album. That's really good. Um, pleasure something. Fuck. Something uh, nice what's job. your pleasure?
3: I think's the name of it. Um, no, it's Age of Pleasure.
2: Age. Of, Age. Of, okay. yeah. Age of Pleasure. It better uh, be 18 or older. Just saying. <laughs> a really fucking solid album. I've I've loved Janelle Monae for years, and this is just like It, it continues to be another example of why they are such a fucking staple of pop music yeah um it's not i i really like the sci-fi twist that they have for like most of their past work this doesn't really have any of that but it is aggressively horny yeah so that's pretty cool which is funny because i mean we were talking about earlier this week and i'm like i kind of miss the robots <laughs> I, I i love the robots but i'm also i'm i'm down for something aggressively horny yeah they could do a horny robot a
0: Fimbot maybe one of these days um yeah any uh you know i'll jump on the recommendations. Uh, I'm gonna actually go back to our main man that, I mean, we've been loving for all these episodes, and Kieta Amimaya, look him up, I might be saying his name funny, but like I said, he has an Instagram, it's great, he does, he does an ink drawing every day, he's a very talented artist, and he's just like a cool dude, he's like an older gentleman who loves video games, he did a a tokusatsu show called Garo, that's supposed to be pretty good, that I'll probably watch eventually, Ooh. which uh, is about a giant big old gold lion guy who goes around and kills monsters, that that's enough to sell me, that's good enough. Love that. Yeah probably good uh i'll uh recommend
1: freedom like i've been listened to it a lot uh become a piss pig and listen to freedom <laughs> yes. if, if you listen to it you'll know what i'm talking about yeah. <laughs> you'll I get it them. oh man
0: i mean it's like i all three of the like greatest comedy podcasters around other than maybe like Carl tart on one episode you know on one podcast you get paul Tompkins, you got lauren lapkiss you got scott ackerman you yeah you can't
1: beat that yeah, if you know anything about podcasts, you know at least one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the know and podcast world. Yeah,
0: if you're cool. Yeah.
3: Oof. I've been reading a book called Deacon King Kong. It is a, <laughs> okay, sold. <laughs> it is a very funny book. It's, it's basically a uh, Confederacy of Dunces style book. Okay, writing this down. It's actually genuinely super funny. I highly recommend it. The author is James McBride.
0: Yeah, I think I told you uh, at the end of twenty twenty, I finally got around to reading Confederacy of so the It's like this is one of the funniest books I've ever read. It's
3: genuinely laugh out loud funny, right? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I love that the main character is like, it's my favorite thing when you're at a party and somebody says like, "I'm not racist, I hate everyone equally." That's that character, but also really well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just him going through all these different psychoses. The whole film or the whole fucking film movie. But uh, I do They've tried to film it a bunch of times. And they have yeah. It's been deemed unfilmable. Now, now explain to me though how Deacon King Kong is similar. Though I'm really
3: curious. It's um just
0: a bunch of
1: different. It, it's it's a bunch of different like
3: episodic things that slowly start to coalesce into a very insane story. Um, it starts off with a deacon named Sportcoat <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> shooting a uh, um like a head of a um, heroin dealership who's 19. No oh, man, and he's also his baseball coach. Okay, yeah, I gotta read this. <laughs> Uh, it sounds pretty fucking. I, I got to
0: finish. I'm reading. I'm reading Magic for Liars right now, which is really great. Like, uh, basically, somebody wanted to write like if a murder actually happened inside of like a Harry Potter magic school, but it was set in the actual real world, and like it was just a bunch of kids who could do magic that are super delusional. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's written by a non-binary uh, non-binary person who also used to like Harry Potter, and like you know what? I could fucking do this better. And you know what? They were right, 100 <laughs> percent right. So shout out to them too. Um, yeah, I feel like this is probably a good place to end it for now, right?
2: Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, we're back. I feel good. I feel juiced. We got to see a goopy cum monster. It's what we want the most on Podzuki. Mm-hmm. And then I the next episode, we're going to have to fucking watch... Uh, I can't remember the title of this. Future Ninja.
2: It was just... Future know, Ninja Japanese side nerd. story something.
0: Future yeah. Ninja word
3: salad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great band. <Love> them. <laughs>
0: Alright, I mean let's see if we can do it. Three, two, one. You're, You're gonna, gonna like, like the way we fuck. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. Oh, we we got better at where we're gone. <laughs> oh, that's nice.
3: We regret that you have not yet complied with our order.
0: This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.
3: Goodbye, Throat. <laughs>